Hey guys, my name is Major, this is Darshan, and this is the Gavel and Pestle podcast. Today we are interviewing Tim Yukana, is that, did I say that right? Yeah, you got it, Major. Hey, there we go. So, we are going to be interviewing Tim about uh, his, his company, Scaled Enterprise Solutions. You're listening to the Gavel and Pestle podcast with Darshan Kulkarni. The Gallo Pestle Podcast, where the law of the land intersects with the business of pharmacy. Hey, this is Darshan. Just before uh, you listen to the podcast, make sure you remember, this is not legal advice. This is also not medical advice, and um, it's not construction advice, so don't take construction advice from me. Also, this does not create an attorney-client relationship, so don't be saying that I just gave you legal advice again. Talk to a lawyer who knows you, that can give you advice that's right for you. Thanks again. Keep listening. We'll talk soon. Uh, and Darshan? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm doing good. It, it's actually... Uh, Major and I were laughing right before this call because I was I was doing really really well. I was having I was having a really good time, and Major was like, uh, "You you need to be a little bit less excited because um, it's it's not sounding um, like you you need to be awesome." And you know what? I'm really excited about today's talk because it's something I've I've wanted to talk a little bit more about. I, I've been uh, I've worked with Tim on this stuff before, and I just thought this was a great conversation to have on the Gavel and Pestle. Um, because it's time to talk about telepharmacy. And it's one of those things that sounds futuristic and it sounds like um, that's sort of, you know, those, those things you see, you hear about on Star Trek, but it's here, it's happening today, and, and Tim's doing it. So I thought, uh, I asked Tim if he'd be interested in coming on talking, and he was down for that. So Tim, how are you doing? Every, everything been good? I'm doing great, Darshan, thank you. I know you're the, you're the real busy one where we can't, we can't get a hold of you, but I... I really, I really appreciate the fact that you reached out that uh, you, you set this up so that we can at least get, get the conversation going. Because I know that, as you mentioned, telepharmacy now has kind of been the buzzword. And, you know, I'm in Illinois, and over the past few years, um, a lot more people are starting to get a little intrigued on what this whole telepharmacy game is. So I'm glad that we're having this conversation to go into a little more detail which, with it. Which begs the obvious question, what is telepharmacy? You want to get us started with that? Uh, yeah. So what we what telepharmacy is is the concept where a pharmacist doesn't really have to be at the dispensing pharmacy anymore. Um, you know, back in the days when there were still typewriters and handwritten prescriptions, um, the pharmacist had to physically be at the dispensing site so that they can make sure that all the orders are correct. Uh, before it goes out to the patient and they got, the patient gets consulted, et cetera, et cetera. Now with the new age of modern technology, uh, in addition to a lot of the things that the larger chains have been doing already for the past couple of years, it's kind of created this movement within independent pharmacies where telepharmacy is starting to take foothold. Um, essentially, what you're able to do in a telepharmacy is verify medication orders from a remote site. So you can have your independent pharmacy in, you know, wherever, Philadelphia. And then in Pittsburgh, you have a uh, telepharmacy that has a certified technician working. And you can dispense orders without having to physically be over there. So in essence, what it's doing is it's empowering these independent pharmacy owners to, instead of their prior restrictions of only being able to own based off of how much staffing they have, 
they're able to expand their footprint a lot larger, and they're also able to help a lot more patients along with it as well. The, the reason I kind of got excited about it, Tim, and, and I, I don't know we've, that we've had this conversation, is because, of, as you may, may or may not know, I've been talking a lot about Amazon. And I've been talking about this, this fact that Amazon's going to come in and, and how the typical independent pharmacist, if they don't adapt, they'll have to die. So, so the big question is, right. how do you adapt? Because the pharmacists, as we know, you've worked, you've worked behind the counter, I've worked behind the counter, and we both know that what you get is this overwhelming amount of people coming at you, and you don't, you don't have time to think outside that, outside the counter. And, and what I thought telepharmacy does, it gives you an opportunity to finally get that pharmacist out there talking to people. And it gives you the, converse, the ability right. and the freedom. And I thought that was, that was what was interesting about it. But, but the, the thing that people worry about is, and I'm, I'm not going to get into details off SES, but, uh, but what, the piece I do want to talk about, and this is what sort of excited me about it, um, was, was the fact that it's not a super expensive solution. And I don't want to talk about pricing or any, anything like that, but it's one of those things that enables expansion and even, and, and, and I know you, you and I have talked about this a little bit, but it even provides a potential revenue opportunity for pharmacists themselves and for pharmacies. Is, is that right? I know we've been talking about right. this a little bit. Right, correct, absolutely. Yeah, so our uh, our model essentially what we're what we're attempting to do, and you kind of you kind of uh, you know mentioned Amazon coming in. Um, what I've realized is a lot of these larger chains, the thing that they're trying to get more of that they have been struggling to build upon is the relationship and loyalty aspect of patient care. So independent pharmacies really have a leg up in that type of realm where they're getting the same patients coming back over and over again simply because they've known them and they've taken care of them for so long. Now, it's not the times as back in the day where you can get, you know, 10 bucks a dispensing fee for each medication that you get out. So as you mentioned, the pharmacist is really going to have to get out of the counter um, and go out and actually start interacting a little bit more with these patients and providing other services that might be a little bit more time intensive. So, you know, I, I worked several years, over a decade, with a very large uh, pharmacy chain. And you see this, you've seen this over the past few years where their model actually has the pharmacist outside of the pharmacy. So, in essence, they've been using what Scaled Enterprise Solutions has developed for the independent pharmacy uh, industry but they've been doing it for themselves for the past few years. And in essence, what it ended up doing is the model's been proven that they've been able to offer a lot more MTMs. They've been able to offer a lot more immunizations. They can do a lot more compounding. They can do other things that Medicare and Medicaid and private insurers even are starting to recognize that these are services that are essential in driving better patient outcomes which is really the entire way that this entire healthcare industry is progressing towards. And pharmacists, especially independent pharmacies, really have a key uh, component that they need to begin to take advantage of. Um, because otherwise, as you mentioned, if you don't adapt, you're going to die. And that's one thing that's been a pillar in the pharmacy industry is the independent pharmacies. 
and I hate seeing downtrends in any industry, but specifically this independent pharmacy industry, you know, you're slowly starting to see less and less pharmacies opening up simply because of the constraints that's required for startup costs, for licensing, and, you know, pharmacy students are coming out of school with tons of loans, so it's like they can't even get a loan for them to start a business up. And as you mentioned, that's where Skilled Enterprise Solutions really comes in, where we can say, hey, listen, if you guys want to open up a pharmacy and you're just starting out, we have a way for you guys to still be able to make money because you're going to be assisting these other pharmacies with some of that workload um, that they weren't able to take care of on their own. Which I think is awesome. Actually, another thing, Tim, you and I haven't discussed this, but one of the other opportunities that people have raised to me is this idea that a telepharmacy system even allows for um, not only doing some of the, uh, taking some of the grunt work off, but it also provides pharmacists with the opportunity to talk to experts, experts that they wouldn't necessarily have access to uh, if they were simply operating as an independent pharmacy. One of the things I was thinking of is, you know what, having access to a compounding expert that is not just dedicated to one site, but is able to help people across um, the entire state in many cases. I think, I think those are opportunities mm-hmm. that telepharmacy opens up that, that I wish I had access to if I was starting up my own independent pharmacy, that I had access to if I was starting up my own compounding pharmacy, um, maybe a vet pharmacist. All of those, and I'm not sure SES is interested or is getting in, getting into that right now or in the future, but I think these are the types of discussions, and these are the types of the discussions we can finally start having and, and access and sort of right. that specialized expertise that, that we might eventually get access to. Um, has that been part of the conversations Absolutely. you've had, Tim, or has that sort of been more of a offloading of the grunt work, if you will? So we've, we've began our efforts in beginning to recruit uh, pharmacy clients who would be interested for scaled enterprise solutions. That is something that we are considering um, down the road. A lot of these things, Darshan, to be honest with you, I've been, I've been very uh, lucky to have seen it firsthand um, how a lot of these things ended up rolling out. Um, and, you know, even in the larger chain aspect, they, they've been doing that where they have specialized specialized pharmacists in specific areas, um, simply conducting reviews and that type of stuff. And as you mentioned, it's a subject matter expert that's really a resource for pharmacies that may not have that type of uh, knowledge on tap all the time. So they've been using this. You know, it's something that's been there, and that's part of the reason and the driving force for why their level of success has been continuing in such a really constantly restricted system where, you know, you're getting nickel and dime nonstop uh, from either PBMs, from either distributors, what have you. Um, those Those are items that are really, really important for us to address from an independent pharmacy perspective. And as you mentioned, not having, you know, staffing to begin with, and in addition, try to find somebody who's going to be specializing in, you know, immunosuppressive medications in the pharmacy for independent pharmacy. You know, it's far and few between where, where you're going to be able to find those people. Right. 
Um, so, yeah, definitely that's something that we do have on our roadmap that we're going to be exploring um, once, cool. once we begin proving this concept out a little bit further. I didn't actually know that, so that was actually me. Go. I, I was really proud of myself when I asked that question, and you were like, no, we, we've thought of that. So uh, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, here's another thing, and, and Major's being shy right now, so he's actually typing up questions for me to ask. But this well, is a, being a, a shy. valid question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being respectful, Darshan. <laughs> You're being respectful. Uh, Major, why don't you ask the question? Sure, sure. So, Tim, I actually uh, I didn't want to interrupt you because because this is kind of pretty involved. Um, actually, I'm I'm actually curious if you could maybe walk me through a patient's telepharmacy experience. In what instances is it better than a face to face interaction? Why would someone visit a, tel- a place that uses the telepharmacy? Is, is it like a specific? Do they go like? Is it a, a site that's not their home, or is this something they can just do at home? Oh, so are you in regard? Are you speaking in regards, major, to the actual patient, or are you speaking in regards to the pharmacist where they're working out of the patient themselves? And I have a different question about the pharmacist experience, the but specific to the patient, what's their experience like with with a telepharmacy? So their ex- their experience at a telepharmacy, the major, um, and no pun intended, by the way, with <laughs> hey, he loves this all one, puns. By the way. Yeah, <laughs> he loves the the major, the major convenience with uh, telepharmacy is, you know, prior to this being available, pharmacies specifically in rural areas, in urban areas that are, you know, not really um, conducive to justify the cost of opening up a pharmacy, this allows that to happen. So, for example, if, you know, I'm in Illinois right now, we've got a bunch of uh, cities and towns that are downstate, because it's not only Chicago, right? It's a huge state. But the volume of uh, prescriptions that you'd have to uh, dispense at one of these other locations outside of the city is, is huge. So it you don't have access to as many patients, so a lot of these chains avoid opening up those types of pharmacies. And in addition to it, a lot of these independent pharmacies can, can have their own type of uh, niche in those areas. Now, where the telepharmacy piece comes in is that if I'm an independent pharmacy, I can open up a telepharmacy in one of these rural areas, and it could be about three, four hours away if I were to drive over there, but I'm still able to help out some patients in a location that typically would not have had that level of convenience or availability from pharmacy uh, pharmacy's perspective. So if, if so that's I had, where they've been seeing a lot of these telepharmacies pop up. What if I had like so diabetic medication? How would I going from my you know living room? How would I order or fill that prescription? So you do it just as a regular. Uh, pharmacy prescription. So whether you want to, you know, your doctor prescribes it electronically to the telepharmacy, um, whether they call it in, whether you drop the prescription off. So it's still a brick and mortar location that you're going to. Um, You're interacting. There's a certified technician that's going to be there. And it's really based on the independent pharmacy owner, how they want to package that environment. You know, if they want to have it as a traditional retail community pharmacy where you have some over-the-counter offerings, 
you know, if you, and you have the pharmacy in the back, um, you know, if you want to have a fountain or in a deli, you can do that. You know what I mean? Like the, the opportunities are endless for how you want to operate this. Specifically what it is, is the only difference is your pharmacist is not on site. So your pharmacist is conducting these verifying orders and providing consultations um, using this technology and software to be able to still maintain uh, you know, compliance with federal and state boards of pharmacy. So it's in, in essence, what it's doing is it's creating more availability um, okay. of pharmacists in areas and locations that were really deserts before. So it allows them to kind of have a bigger umbrella of service. How, how much, exactly. how, how difficult is it for a smaller independent local pharmacy to include telepharmacy services? Do they have to open up a brick and mortar telepharmacy site or can they use an established building or like would maybe like a U.S. postal office or some sort of regulated, you know, facility work? That part, uh, Major, I'm not 100% sure on. The ones okay. that we've been working with, they have been opening up brick-and-mortar uh, locations. Um, you know, like I said, it's kind of difficult right now. Like, prior to Scaled Enterprise Solutions coming up with this and beginning to offer this uh, opportunity, um, pharmacists were unable to sometimes even run one location let alone trying to open up and build up a telepharmacy, then build up their clientele and have to leave that original pharmacy to go over. And You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of administrative right. duties that are required as a pharmacy owner that you might not have the time to do. So it's, it's similar to just opening up your regular, like a traditional independent pharmacy. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, you don't have to worry about the pharmacist staffing. So what we're doing is we're saying at scale that, you know, hey, we're going to give you guys some additional time. And however you guys feel is the most effective way to use that extra time, go ahead and use it. And if it's to open up more locations, great. We'll help you guys with that. If it's, uh, you know, providing more MTMs, providing more of these other services that are reimbursable, do that. Do whatever it is that you guys want to do with that added time because it's like nobody's making any more time, right? So <laughs> we have a very <laughs> finite amount. Right. And it's important that we use it the most effective way possible. And that's what we're doing is we're at Scaled Enterprise Solutions. We're really providing an invaluable asset, which is time. That's, that's interesting. And I'm going to sort of answer the question, Major. Uh, in another way, which I think uh, Major, Major and I have been doing a lot of talking around this whole patient centricity thing. So, so I think Major's may be coming from that direction. Yeah, to, right. To right. the point. And the reason Tim's I was asking specific is, is both Tim, you and Darshan have, you know, firsthand knowledge of how to run a pharmacy. So like what better way to get those questions answered than go to the source kind of thing? <laughs> right. No, the, the point I was going to make, Major, was that what Tim's really saying in all those words is from a patient perspective, it's completely seamless. The patient doesn't necessarily even know that the, that is a telepharmacy. Only the pharmacist and or the team will need to know that there's a telepharmacy solution available. Okay. Uh, now, now if there's a, a right. technician, that's kind of, that might be a bit of a giveaway. 
but but the way it's possible to work is the patient would never know. Um, but at the same time, it gives more access and more availability of the pharmacists themselves in more locations, and that becomes an, an advantage as well. Um, okay. Tim, I'm going to give you... Add, let me also okay. add... Yeah, add, add, add. I, I just want to add to that what you mentioned is that the 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 level of quality and the level of um, actual you know checks and all that stuff that requires to be done actually in a telepharmacy operates just as effective if not more so the the software that's provided allows the pharmacist to still conduct the same level of um, verification for every order that goes out. So there's no, like, drop in care. There's no, you know, it's, it's going to be less uh, accurate if you go to a telepharmacy as opposed to this. That's not the case at all. So, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I want to clear up to make sure that people understand that, that this is something that's actually providing even better care because we're actually seeing the images that are going out. We're actually seeing everything physically, visually. Um, when we're checking every single order. And in addition to it, it's documented. So a lot of those things, as far as, like, audit trails are concerned, um, providing any information on, like, potential drug events, all of that stuff is available. So in essence, what it's doing is it's creating even a better model um, for these uh, independent pharmacies to operate in as well. Now, I do want to say one thing, sort of coming from the legal standpoint, um, is that it's not... Telepharmacy is not always available um, in every location in that some states are still dealing with archaic laws. Uh, But obviously, that's not in in all uh, true in most states. For example, I think uh, Tim, uh, sorry, uh, Tim, you and I have discussed some of the states that have it. Do you want to talk a little bit about that as well? Yeah, absolutely. So our headquarters is actually out in Arizona in Phoenix. And actually, just a couple months ago, Arizona was listed as one of the newly adopting telepharmacy states. So they're beginning to allow telepharmacies to open up out in Arizona. Um, Illinois has been one of the very early adopters for telepharmacy. Um, so they, they, you know, we, we, I've had conversations with several pharmacy owners here in Illinois. And they've, you know, either heard of it, they're actually opening up their own telepharmacies, or they're interested in getting involved, they just don't know. Um, So those are the two major states, and we're actually focusing our primary efforts right now um, in getting clients and pharmacy owners signed on to our network, specifically in Illinois, um, just because for the simple sake that, you know, it's it's already there, it's available, um, and people are, are aware of it. Uh, a lot of the other states, it's going to be difficult in the beginning um, until they get like a couple of years under their belt and they realize what the benefits are with telepharmacy. So it's always, it's always um, you know, uh, almost like a bell curve, right? It takes some time until they, they realize what the, what the concept is, they sign on, they realize the benefit, and then they start, you know, it just kind of goes from there. Um, there are other states in the country that also allow it. Um, you know, there's, there's some, uh, maps that are available online, uh, for some of these software provider companies that they do offer, uh, knowledge on which states allow the regulations, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah. Um, so Tim, we're going to have to call it 
uh, right now because it's we're starting to get a little on the long side, and I know that people tend to start turning okay. away at a certain point. But uh, one of the things okay. I did want to say was this was amazing. This was excellent, um, and thank you for joining us, uh, Tim. Do you want to? We're going to allow for a short plug. So, uh, Tim, do you want to talk a little bit about how people can reach you? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can reach us with Skilled Enterprise Solutions by visiting our website. It's S-E-S, S is in Sam, E is in Eric, S is in Sam, dot healthcare. There's no dot com, no dot org, anything like that afterwards. So just S-E-S dot healthcare. If you go to our contact page, you can fill out a form over there, and one of our team members will be able to reach out to you. Um, if you're an independent pharmacy owner in Illinois or in Arizona, reach out to us, see how we can help you guys regain your time and make sure that you guys are succeeding in this industry as opposed to closing your doors. There you go. Um, again, thank you again, Tim. Um, Major, this was aw- awesome as always. Great information. And really. Yeah, this was good. This was different. Um, and we're excited to... Um, maybe potentially continue the conversation. Uh, Tim, would you mind coming back on in the future if, if that works? I would love to. I would absolutely love to. It was great talking to both of you, Major and Darshan. Thank you so, again so for Tim, having me So, Tim, how hot is it out there in Chicago today? Are you in Chicago? You said Illinois. Yeah, I'm in Chicago. It's 81, but it's a, a, lot, more, a lot cooler than uh, Phoenix. So I'll take That's this true. any day of the week. <laughs> hey, there you go. So my name is Major, this is Darshan, and today we've yeah. been interviewing Tim from Scaled Enterprise Solutions. That's SES.healthcare. SES.healthcare.